everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. Oh, excuse me. There are some pre-podcast activities happening at I the moment. I need a warning so I can get one last hidden. Okay. Okay. That's too small for me right now. <laughs> go for it. Okay, we'll go again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Amy, and I have Caleb here with me, and we're so glad that you're here listening to this. Right now, we're sitting in our van in Twin Lakes, Colorado. What? We're in the van? <coughs> no way. Yeah, we live in a van. Did y'all know that? <laughs> Sorry, I came in with, came in with a cough. <laughs> came in coughing. But yeah, right now, we are sitting in Twin Lakes, Colorado in our van recording this. Um, kind of, this is like a stop on our way back to Moab. How many podcasts have we recorded at Twin Lakes so far? Do you know? Do you? I feel like not as many as you would expect. Maybe our number one fan would know. He'd be like, well, I know episode one they recorded in Twin Lakes, and two they recorded here, and three. I bet it's listener listener number number four. four. Okay. (laughs) Our number one fan. Yeah, I don't know. I think people or I would be surprised that I don't think it's that many because we do stop through here a lot. It's a great, easy access point, like from Denver to anywhere else in Colorado or um, Utah that we might want to go. So it's a nice spot to stop and break up our on long trips. Definitely for Colorado. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But that being said, we are on our way back to Moab. So the last podcast we recorded was in Moab. But since then, we slowly made a trip. I guess the end goal was to get to Nederland, Colorado. But we also like... Nederland. Made a detour and stopped in Denver um, so that I could Why did we stop in Denver? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm proud of it so that I could get a tattoo. I made a tattoo appointment because I knew we would be like an hour and a half to two hours away from Denver. So I was like, I'm just going to go see my artist. I hadn't seen him since January. It was much needed. Yeah. So basically we went, we came back. We were in Moab for like two weeks or mm-hmm. almost two weeks. We drove all the way back, made our way all the way back to Denver. Um, both picked up tattoos on the way. <laughs> yeah. Went to Nederland all the way just to get to Nederland and then drive back to Moab for another few weeks maybe yeah who knows what's on the radar that's kind of the plan right now yeah we have i think like a two week or so window um where we don't have anywhere we have to be so as of now moab's the spot but we'll see you know before i let this thought escape me i was thinking about when i asked the question about uh how many podcasts we have recorded in twin lakes um i actually journaled this morning and one reason i like we journal way more than we podcast that's for sure (laughs) okay yes yes but uh I like, I've just been trying, I don't always know the time or what day it is, but I've just been trying to record Wait, where we are. You don't even put the date in your journals? I try to. If I can remember the date, I will put the date. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes I don't know the date and I'll have like a few dates. That, like... If I go back and read them, they'll be like the same date, three date in row, three days in a row. And I'll be like, oh, <laughs> oh, I had no idea what the date was. At least you were probably close though. But I feel like yeah, putting yeah, yeah. the date is like a staple to journaling that's like okay, fine. putting your name on I your do. if you looked at my journal i would have a, a lot of dates <laughs> on the entries but they also have i just want to make sure i put like where we are and i was like looking back and it's like twin lakes tell you ride yure moab montrose twin lakes twin lakes, <laughs> twin lakes uh salida twin lakes salida <laughs> well different i would even like mark the different spots in twin lakes like oh, if really? we stayed on like i'll put shores of twin lakes or mm-hmm. i'll put mountainside of twin lakes in elbert i'll put aspen forest in yeah. tell you i'll be a little more descriptive about where we're staying because 
I don't know. Some part of me just feels like I should like kind of track that a little bit or like when I do like to go back and read my journals and I think it'll be really cool. The one I'm, I'm actually about to finish this one, which is why I was reminiscing on it. Mm. But this one was started uh, just back in June is when I got it. Um, but it really took off when we started and moved full time into the van is when I've been journaling the most in it. So I'm excited to go back and read and be like, oh, my God, I was in Telluride uh, on the top of Last, Last Dollar Pass. Yeah. 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 Road reading that, so. That's cool. I always put the location for sure. Like, I always put whatever city I'm in. But I don't always do the descriptive thing that you were saying, like the Aspen yeah. Forest until you ride Colorado or something like that. Um, and I feel like we've done that with the podcast. We're always like, welcome to the Aspen Forest. Yeah. Or like, we're on the top of uh, Telluride on a mountain or something. So right now it's welcome to the log wood, wood cabin Band. Wood Kevin vibes. Now, it is a Twin Lakes we've never seen before because it's golden and colorful oh, it's and beautiful, so beautiful, still windy F um, yeah. in the afternoons. <laughs> but, but it's so cool that we've stayed here so much. And like up until this point, well, I guess we stopped here on our way to Denver. So a couple nights ago, up until then, it's always looked the same because it's like pretty much been summer every time we've been here, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. Um, but it was so cool. A couple nights ago when we drove through here for the first time since fall kind of happened to see how it's like changed and just all the little dashes of yellow that have been added into the into the forest it's been really cool actually yeah we came back to Colorado wasn't expecting it for like the perfect time of mm -hmm. the season fall can happen in the blink of an eye in Colorado yes. uh, and it's <laughs> over the course of like a month or a month and a half if you like really want to catch the leaves changing it's kind of hard because um, they're all it's very sporadic very dependent on what the summer was like and a bunch of other stuff like it snowed really early <laughs> we had a random <laughs> we, I think snow. we talked about that last podcast yeah right? yeah we had yeah, a random, the random snow. snow beginning of september so yeah we seemed to hit this weekend perfectly um nederland was uh, gorgeous mm -hmm. as well like man i've taken so many pictures of the different colors of aspen leaves the cool thing i don't know why i was not expecting this obviously i knew that fall happens but i guess just because We've made it an intentional point to follow the sun. So, like, we are going to be traveling where it is warm at all times, if possible. And so, I guess for some reason, that just subconsciously, my mind made me think I wasn't going to experience any seasons. Like, <laughs> I just thought, like, it's going to go from summer to summer somewhere south. <laughs> like, yeah. I, for some reason, thought I was going to skip fall. So, this kind of just, like, took me aback in, like, a really beautiful way, though, of, like, Oh, I'm so glad I get to experience this. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I felt like kind of it kind of surprised me being like, oh, wow, I'm experiencing autumn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I did not really think that was going to be a thing, mm -hmm. mainly because we, yeah, we're going to be in places where seasons didn't really exist. And I knew we were going to spend a lot changes. of time in Moab during this time. Yeah. And I don't really think Moab has a fall. Or if they do, it if is they getting do, colder in Moab. Remember, we well, had that chilly day. That's true. Day I mean, right it is getting colder, left. but they don't have like changing leaves and things like that, because it's a desert. Because they don't have leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I just thought my mind we we're gonna be Moab this whole time and kind of miss this whole part. Maybe but the dirt changes colors. You know, like well, blue, purple. Oh. Well, there already is or like green. blue, purple, and red. I think it is green too. Moab is strange colors. <laughs> strange colors in Moab. Weird, weird. But yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, this past week was a big, not a, like, I like how we, we broke up our travel this week. Like we had to get from Moab to Netherlands and I think we broke it up into like three nights. 
Well, as of right now, we haven't stayed in the same spot I know. in like five nights. Yes. So we're in a, yeah, a yeah. traveling spree. Yeah, we were in a traveling spree, but the spot we're staying in tonight, we stayed in last night, so we're about to break that streak. We are. But, um, but yes. So I don't feel as tired as I thought I would after like staying in four or five different nights, five different spots. I remember in the past, that's kind of what made me want to kick off grounding tour was I think same thing. Kind of we stayed four or five nights in four or five different places. And I was mm-hmm. just like, whoa. I need and to. you had just traveled back from Nashville. So and yeah, that's true. And I was just like, whoa, I need to ground and just settle for a second. But I don't really feel that way this time. <laughs> Ground, yo. <laughs> I don't know if it's because that was recently and I'm still kind of like feeling that rootedness still. Or if it's just kind of like getting a little more used to the lifestyle. Or is it, it might just be because I know we're about to potentially stay in Moab for like two weeks. So I like know that grounding is in the future. Yeah, like we're going to have a lot of stability in terms of where we're staying. Mm-hmm. And like have multiple uh, places we stay in multiple nights yeah. <laughs> um yeah. no i actually thought about that extremely recently i think it was when we were hosting our friends and it kind of came up in conversation i'm like that's the part that's feels like i'm like when people are like do you feel like you got van life or you like you're mm-hmm. experts now yeah and i'm like no there's still literally things we're doing by the day that we've never done before mm-hmm. and like <laughs> things that feel way over my head yes yeah um like yesterday lost the keys to the van oh, yeah. <laughs> did a sunrise hike or a before sunrise hike woke up before sunrise mm-hmm. went on a hike discovered halfway up the hike that neither of us had the keys on us or in our pockets i should have um okay. <laughs> you don't have to blame yourself and uh we were like you know what we're gonna finish the hike because we can't do anything about it now Came and then back hope that they fell out of his pocket, maybe like right by the van or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we looked around the van, didn't see anything. We hiked the trail like probably halfway back in. Because we hadn't even made it to our destination on the trail yet before I realized mm-hmm. that I didn't have the keys on me. And then you looked at you didn't have the keys yeah. on you. They weren't in any bags. And yeah. So we knew we didn't have to rehike the whole trail because we had already like realized it before we got to the end location. But we went back and hiked probably half of it, asked people along the way, stared at the ground the whole time, even though there were beautiful golden aspens around us. Well, we got to do the hike a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for the key, talked to the park ranger, and no one had turned anything in. Um, so after, like, exhausting kind of all of those solutions, we just we decided to call a locksmith. But even that was a little bit of a challenge because we didn't have service where we were, so we kind of had to walk down the dirt road that we drove down to get to the trailhead a little bit to get service call a locksmith and he was there in like an hour and a half After so we had to try and find out what our coordinates or address were oh yeah 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 at a trailhead there's not like an address so they were like trying to get an address and i was like i promise this is like the most popular trail in yeah. netherland like you'll be able to find us but yeah we had to wait like an hour and a half on him and we just kind of sat on the side of the dirt road and it was kind of nice i told caleb after all of that yesterday i just really feel like Kind of like circling back to what we were talking about autumn earlier, I really feel like I got to experience mm-hmm. autumn that day. Yeah. Because obviously the too. scenery was very fall, um, fall, the visuals of fall. And then Fally. the air <laughs> was, it was like chilly and crisp, but the sun was out. And so when the sun was out, it felt good on yeah. your skin. Yeah. And yeah, the fact that we just had that unexpected extra. I mean, we waited an hour and a half for the guy, but then we probably looked for at least an hour before calling him. So we had an extra two and a half to three hours that we weren't expecting. And I don't know, it just, it felt. Just got to sit up in Nederland. Yeah. And wait. 
It felt nice. How did you <laughs> How did you feel when you had lost or when we had lost the keys? Oh, when we had lost the yes. keys. Yes. Like, how did you? You know, honestly, for some reason, and I felt like you were the same way. It was just like not a big deal. I don't. <laughs> I mean. We do. We had. I knew we had a spare key in the yes, van. Yes, like that's We have true. a backup key, so we knew we had one. We didn't have to get a new um, one made. Access to. Honestly, I was kind of. All the doors on the van are very iffy as to whether they lock, anyways. So I was kind of like, I feel like we can finazzle our way in here, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just like it wasn't. I mean, I know we were doing. We we're there for a shoot, so that was taking my main focus. So mm-hmm. at the time, it's like you know what. I kind of just like ran through those options. I'm, I'm like, there's, there feels like there's plenty of good options. And I was like, and my last option is like, I call a locksmith and yeah. he just breaks in somehow. Yeah. Um, or makes a new key, which we've had to do back mm-hmm. in Nashville. So yeah, it just seemed like, uh, oh, gotta cross that bridge when we get to it. Gotta do this first. Yeah. And then and we got to the bridge and we crossed it. Which the one with the stream that we took photos <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we crossed it and we just had to wait a little longer, but we didn't really have anything else to do after sunrise. So. Mm-hmm. We were just going to head on back to Twin Lakes. Yeah, that's true. It just got delayed a little bit. Uh, I think all that to say, um, I'm not an expert at van life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know that happens to people just in their cars and houses anyways. Oh, I also lost my ID recently, but I found that. Uh, (laughs) But it was interesting because we were locked out of our car and our house. Like, we talked about this. And our dogs were in there. It felt great. (laughs) So they were fine. They had water. They were fine. Uh, We just thought they may have shit on the floor, (laughs) which also wouldn't be the first time. Well, it would be the first time in the van. No, I was going to say, neither one of them have used the restroom in the van. (laughs) But... I mean, we talked about this, that like, when the of. van is getting worked on, like, if it needs something done, it's like we are out, a car and a house. Mm-hmm. Whereas, not if you're living, not in a van, and in a home, on the ground, you're getting worked on your car, you still have your house. If yep. something's getting done on your house, you still have your car to take you places. But having both of those things unaccessible is a new yeah, way to work around things. Us. Yeah, I was um, I was hungry. We yeah. didn't have any. F- this was I mean this is probably our part because we went on a we went on a hike, and didn't bring any food. I didn't bring any water. Caleb brought his, one bottle of his water, so we shared some of that. But that was I mean, just, it was not just smart supposed to be a sunrise hike photo session. I know we supposed it wasn't to be back supposed to be right anything. after the sun had risen. I mean we were up at five a.m. We started the hike around six, and we were supposed to, we were back by like nine thirty. Yeah. 9 or 9.30, no, yeah. and then we discovered that, okay, we really do not have the keys, cannot find them. We need to start working towards other solutions. I felt really good about it, though, because I can already tell I think I've grown a lot in that area from living in the van because mm-hmm. I thought, I feel like the me, like, two months ago, if this had happened, would have, I don't really freak out on the surface that much, mm-hmm. But I think you especially can, like, tell if I'm just, like, I forget anxious. on the surface. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, if I'm just, like, anxious. I don't, like, it. really show it outwardly, but I know that you can tell and feel it. And obviously I can tell and feel it. And I felt like me, yeah, like, two months ago would have been feeling really, really anxious. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, like, start going down that dark hole of we're never going to be able to get into the van and the dogs are going to die in there. <laughs> and, like... Yeah. All this, we're not going to have anywhere to sleep tonight and all that stuff. But it didn't even go there. Honestly, it didn't even really go there for a second, which is nice. Yeah, I no, should it come... felt that way. I felt that from you. And that's kind of like when you asked me how I felt, I was a little bit surprised that I did feel that almost from an onset. And then I like, carried over after we had gotten back down and like really discovered, mm-hmm. okay, we, the keys aren't <laughs> around yeah. here. Um, it was just kind of like an appropriate level of, 
calm about it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I remember talking. We talked to the park ranger a lot, who was sitting there yesterday, and um, he was r- super helpful. Very helpful. Um, the whole time, just trying to be, like you know help us out. He took down our information. Was like driving around. Um, he had called the police station for us once to see mm-hmm. if they could come out and get in our car. Um, anyways, he was saying like he started telling me stories about how actually at one point we had told him we called the locksmith and he's like, well now there's actually a rescue being had mm-hmm. uh, up further up the trail that we had gone. He's like, and they're setting up at the high school where the shuttle was from. They're gonna fly in a helicopter. And he's like, so he's like the locksmith made the, he delayed even more. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then the other day he's like these people were stalked by a moose for two hours and uh, their dog was like loose and we had to like close down the park and I was like, yeah, we just lost our key. It's not a big deal. Like that's kind of how it felt. It's like we'll find a way in and we have a key inside it did kind of put things into perspective listening to him talk about that like when he said hey there's gonna be search and rescue happening like someone further down someone the trail had like a head injury yeah they'd like fallen and hit their head and i was like okay our little just losing our keys is like not a big deal what if they like hiked her all the way down the stretcher and she like held up our keys <laughs> <laughs> she, she like, saw yeah. them and she slipped trying to go grab yeah. them they ended up not flying the helicopter so i think it ended up she she was okay yeah or he i don't know I gender think neutral yeah. person but either way <laughs> either way it did even though i already felt calm about it it still like kept that perspective there for me yeah so, yeah, van life keeps you on your toes. It does, but, like, I feel like my toes are a little steadier now than they used yes, to be. Yes, which comes full circle to... Um, toes. That's what I was saying about... Uh, no, when we were talking about <laughs> our friends, about, like, if we're, like, got... If we got yeah. van life down, and I'm like, no, we're st- every single day there's, like, something new that's challenging us. And, we, yeah, we're we're learning. We're like, we feel like there's challenges every day. We know that. I think that's grown. But especially in the traveling aspect, when, when we can... Like, we can definitely travel every single night now, and I don't feel as worn out. Like, I I feel like that part's a little more familiar to me. It's like, oh, yeah, we can stay in a different spot every for every night this week while mm-hmm. we go somewhere. Um, and, I, and I feel very grounded. I feel like I can get work done while we're on the road. Like, we've kind of split up trips to where we drive, like, maybe max three to four hours mm-hmm. to a spot and then make it a two-night trip as opposed to just making it a one long day trip. One long six-hour trip or something. Yeah, and so it feels like kind of we get to travel um, typically in the mornings and then, like, live wherever we're at the rest of the day, and then it feels like enough time, honestly. Yeah. Like, I feel really good in the in the times we're getting and how we've our rhythm with traveling has developed. I feel so, like this time around – with this trip of Moab back to Netherlands and then back to Moab, we've done a good job of that, mm-hmm. for sure. Also, haven't had um, as many car issues as we did. Knock, the knock on, on the freaking wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though, so that's good. That is still gonna be my big working point, <laughs> right there. Well, I mean, like you're saying, we lose our car and our house. Yeah. If in the case of uh, some kind of event mm-hmm. mechanically mm-hmm. with la elvan oh santiago santiago is her name oh is its name his, his name <laughs> his name so yes headed back to moab for a while and excited for that um but kind of the direction i wanted to take this podcast caleb and i started this conversation maybe like a few weeks ago um but I kind of just want to continue it. I think it's a really cool thing to kind of reflect on and talk about. Um, I think a lot about where we are here. There are things in the past, choices we've made, um, things we've decided to do or people we've met or whatever 
that have all led us to this point in time. And I think a good way to really like soak in and be present in where you are, I think also requires some reflecting on what got you there, what you feel like kind of led you to that moment. Um, so what are some pivotal things you feel like have ha- that have happened in your life that you chose to do or that happened to you that you feel like have really led you to this moment right now sitting in your wood cabin van at Twin <laughs> Oh, man. I need another beer for this one. Another uh, beer? Did you well, have one or Well, no, there? but I think <laughs> we were at the Soulcraft Brewery yes, when we uh, were. this conversation came up, which is a very good one. And I was like, we could have this one forever, mm-hmm. maybe. And I was drinking beer, and now I, you made me create a. a uh, well, maybe we'll go into chili town beer. for. Did you say? Eddie? Huh? Did you say Eddie Lane? <laughs> maybe we'll go into town and get some because we don't have any on us right now. But. Um. Immediately just being in Colorado, a pivotal moment stands out is when I went on trek in high school. Wilderness trek was something that the church I went to and a lot of the churches in the area uh, did like a summer program where the teens would come out to Colorado and be guided, have like a, a few guides and that would take them backpacking up one of the many mountains in Colorado for like four or five days, depending on the mountain and size of the trip and whatnot. Um, and I got to do that my freshman year is that one i don't even know god that was like like freshman or sophomore yeah it was now like half my life ago or more that i just turned dang isn't that crazy so half a life ago i came to colorado for the first time (laughs) half of my life ago i came to colorado for the first time and hiked a mountain um with some of my best friends still to this day Mm -hmm. though i don't see them as much because they won't come to colorado anymore guys what (laughs) they're good people (laughs) um and yeah it was a really good experience we hiked mount elbert which me and you have done since we moved to colorado and i think that that's what we're sitting at the base of right now we can see it true it's right right side our window out the freaking window mount elbert i was on top of that uh 16 years ago (laughs) (laughs) this summer this past summer um and like after the fact it never there was never a point where outside of one conversation we had when we started dating where I was Mm -hmm. like a dream of mine was to be like, I want to move or live in Colorado. I always knew I liked being outside. Um, Like especially one of my favorite times of year. Honestly, I don't think I got outside as much as a kid as I should have. Oh, (laughs) I was always in the gym. Yeah. But you were like an indoor, you didn't play outside that much. No, I played, I played, I I did like street ball. Some and one. You and I would go play street ball. Yeah. I would play in the park. backyard a lot, but, like, the real games came at the Y. The YMCA Ooh. was where I was a gym rat. That's where the real bottles went, yo. <laughs> at the Brentwood <laughs> At the Brentwood y-, y is where the games went down. No, everyone knew it. The Brentwood Y is where the games went down. You ask him, it wasn't even a full-size court. It was, like, this little stupid <laughs> mini court that I don't think I even realized I was in high school. You didn't play on the full court in the gym? Well, they would divide the full court was lengthways, and they would split it up into two, like oh. going across, but like long, like the goals, the goalpost. <laughs> Why oh am I explaining gosh. this? I'm not gonna go into okay, this. Okay, but you know, <laughs> pause in this because you know the crazy thing. I think it's sometimes crazy to think about how many times we were in each other's presence and didn't know it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like I would bet money that there were times you were in there playing basketball, and I My was. My money, our money. I would Who's bet money. Our money. What the hell? <laughs> and there were times you were in there playing basketball and I was at the pool. Uh, yeah, because I was there like five days a week from like 8 a.m. to Same. 4. I was pool rat. 
but it, I just cool think that's rap. interesting. Anyways, keep going. So you played basketball inside. You didn't get outside much. As I didn't get outside much, but I always liked the nature and outdoors, and I would like play in streams and stuff like that um, when I could. And yeah, so church camp was always one of my favorite times ever because like I was really outside much more than I ever experienced in the suburbs of Brentwood and driving around Nashville. So that's where I really got my I feel like my first taste of like being out in the woods, and I was absolutely obsessed with it and in love with it. And I think yeah, another like being on top of the mountain and having that mountaintop experience <laughs> literally uh on trek when i was just a freshman obviously going through all the things high schoolers are going through and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> just being a weird little freshman world but yeah it was it was i think that was a really good moment and uh, also that was i guess my first backpacking trip too and that mm-hmm. was awesome living simply learning living minimalistically i think that was a big uh catalyst for all those kind of like seeds to be planted Mm -hmm. right there and i didn't necessarily think they would grow into be like i'm gonna live in colorado which is where i was going but i do think now looking back and now living in colorado especially the last three three years even in denver i think that's a huge pivotal moment Mm -hmm. and especially a pivotal moment to why like being out in the van i feel it feels those feels i did mm-hmm. like one of the most okay a pivotal moment of that pivotal moment <laughs> is after inception after we summited the next day the next morning we had like a quiet time um which i didn't know what meditation was at the time <laughs> but uh where everyone had to go away and it was like three hours mm-hmm. we had like three hours we were not supposed to be in sight of anyone else in the woods <laughs> um and i just remember like oh, that was one of the most pivotal points of my life I think I had like I didn't even have a journal I just had like a trek guidebook mm-hmm. but I would like sit there and look at nature and just like be there and then I would just start writing and I was writing in all the gaps in the spaces of around like the words that were already printed on the book and I filled up the whole book front cover like on all the covers just like journaling here and there over the course of three hours and just like sitting out in the mountains and I think that well, I didn't know at the time. Hindsight's mm-hmm. always twenty twenty. Like that has to be a that was a big seed to actually make me pursue mm-hmm. living more closer to nature. What about what's one for you? Hmm. Did you have any questions about that one? <laughs> no, no questions yeah. about that one. But I, yeah, that was a big moment. Yeah. And then when yeah we hiked Elbert again with Kona. With him. In the last few years. The crazy thing. So Caleb went on that trip when you said when you were probably like a freshman or sophomore. I went on, I went to a different church, so I was with a totally different group. Um, different God, different di- Jesus, <laughs> different yeah. building. That's what, that was <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually went on that same trip um, my senior year. I guess it was the summer before my senior year, because you and I had just kind of started yeah, 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 we had. talking and stuff, and that then making crazy. out and all those things so, that high school, wow. high school couples do. Um, (laughs) but I went on that trip as well. A few years later, um, did the backpacking, did the hiking and all all that stuff. And I remember coming back and seeing you again and we were sitting in your car at Sonic and I was telling you about how amazing it was. And of course you knew because you had done this trip, but like three or four years earlier. Mm -hmm. And so I think it kind of just brought back all those feelings. It sounded like you were feeling. And I remember... I don't, I'm, I don't know which one of us said it, but we were like, what if we just moved out to Colorado? Yeah. We were, well, like, I think I was at college at the time, you and were, like, I was a very free you were, soul. You were about I to start, when the, like, when this I, was literally July <laughs> before you were going to start college, so, like, yeah. you were literally starting less than a month, 
I was about to start my senior year of high school, but I just remember, yeah, I was just being like, what if we just moved out to Colorado? Like, what like, if right after... Right now. We were, I think we were sitting at Sonic and we were like, well, I think we were, we were like, saying right after now. I graduate. Uh-oh. So, like, one more year. I think One you're... more year. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think it was one more year. But we were, we were like, seriously contemplating this and talking about it. We were like, oh, it'd just be... What if, what if we did that? Like, yeah. it'd be so cool and so crazy. And um, I always... I don't think of that... I always think back on that conversation. I think living how we are now and where we are now, once again, kind of like you were saying with Trek, it wasn't ever, it planted the seed of like what, like sometimes just the words, what if we dot, 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 like mm-hmm. just plants this seed, whether you're like have a clear vision and fully chasing that or not, that seed just kind of set, I think, inside both of us mm-hmm. for a long time until. I mean, I think back, and of course, there were other times we could have done it, but I don't know. It just happened when it was supposed to happen, and it was like 10 years after that conversation that we actually did it. So a pivotal moment for me is actually moving to Colorado. Yes. <laughs> that was huge, I think, for both of us. Both of us yeah, grew I'll up. Yeah, go ahead and throw my card in the ring for that yeah, being a yeah. pivotal moment as well. I mean, both of us grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, and both of our uh, families had been there for – mine had been there – I don't know, they've been there a long time. Like, mine went to college there and I think stayed. Mm-hmm. And so they'd been there 30-plus years. Um, so we just had, we had a lot of deep, deep, deep roots there. <laughs> a lot of knew everyone, knew all the places, all the neighborhoods, everything. And finally, at the ages of 28 and 30, we decided... Uh, I think it was 28 when we moved out here. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm I only 31 right. now, and it's, it's been three okay, years. Okay, 26 and 28, whatever we were. You're only 26? Well, a baby. A little baby. Wait, I guess I was 27. I think you were 29. It doesn't matter. We stayed in Nashville a very long time. And finally, I remember... Do you remember when we decided to move to Colorado? Well, we took a trip out here for Christmas on vacation, mm-hmm. like right after Christmas in just January. Just to see Denver, because we were into this, um, I don't know, it wasn't a phase. We were just into this intentional trying to like go see new cities we had never seen in the U.S. It was a phase. It happened. <laughs> well, here's what we did. We decided that we didn't want to do Christmas gifts anymore, because, um, yeah. Neither one of us are gift people. We decided if we were going to... Giving gifts and getting gifts, like, nah. We decided if we were going to spend money on each other, we wanted it to be something we could do together. That was more... That's more what we enjoy. So one Christmas... Christmas, one Christmas, I planned the trip for us to go to Chicago and just like. And you surprised me with it. I didn't know. Live it up for four days <laughs> or whatever. In January, we lived it up in zero degree freezing cold temperatures. And that was awesome. And we were like, okay, because I, yeah, I planned it without you knowing. And we're mm-hmm. like, how about next Christmas? No gifts again. You plan the trip. Yeah. Um, and you planned the trip to Denver. Mm-hmm. We went to Denver and then we were like, shoot. We should move to Denver when we got back. I do remember us getting back from that Denver trip. And like I said, this was just for fun. We were not going to Denver to look for a new place to live. But when we got back, we both were like, of that, again, it was like, what if we lived there? Which we were throwing around a lot over the last, like, three years of our marriage. Like, yeah, I feel like. Moving? Yeah, moving somewhere. Mm -hmm. We'd always be like, we could move. But it was still, I was about to say, it was still more, I feel like the places we were saying were more close to home. They were still kind of in that comfort zone a little bit. Like we had thrown at Asheville, North Carolina. We had thrown at Chattanooga, Tennessee. So some places that were still like 
not that far from what we knew and not too different from what we knew. Yeah, but we were also open because, like, I've always said I would love to live in Oregon sometime. Mm -hmm. Um, People were always like, you guys would love Austin, Mm -hmm. um, which they still say, and we still haven't been to Austin. We're going to go. We're going to go. And and eat all the vegan food. Yes. It's going to be so good. But, yeah, we came back from that trip and just kind of, once again, that seed just, like, made its way to the surface again. We're like, what if we lived there? And then we kind of, like, sat and logist, like, realistically thought about it. And I was like, okay, this is going to happen. You need to stop booking, or not need to stop booking, but weddings that are trying to book for next year, Give if they're in Nashville, we're going to have to add a travel fee. Like, we already just started paving the way as if we were going to live there. Well, we Such got as, back from the trip in January, and then, we're, like you were saying with the weddings, I could be like, well, I already have weddings booked through Nashville mm-hmm. through, like, next September. So, like, it would make no sense to move now because mm-hmm. I'd have to be flying back every weekend yeah. to shoot weddings in Nashville and then going back. Yeah. And so we're like, what if we just put in a long-term plan of, like, slowly working our way out mm-hmm. for... So that was, like, January of 2017 when we got back from Denver. And you obviously booked through pretty much that whole year of 2017. But 2018, I don't think you had officially booked any yet. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, January 2018, we're going to go to Denver. So anyone who inquires January 2018 or later in Nashville, yep. it's going to be a travel fee because we're going to be flying in from Denver. Yep. And that was kind of, I feel like, where we started. And then I remember being like... Well, that like, was a very first, like a uh, definitive first step of being like, if I change my advertising demographic over, if I start stop mm-hmm. typing weddings in Nashville... Like, I, I would be turning down bookings, like, yeah. even referrals from, yeah. like, people I'd shot there. And it's, like, for 2018, because I'm, like, no, we're moving to Colorado. Like, it's got to happen That's now. When we, <laughs> like, that was kind of, I think, when we put it in the universe, like, this is how, like, you were turning down jobs in yes. Nashville just because we were, like, no, we're going to do this. And, and then, then I also, booked a job in Colorado. I was going to say, then you officially booked one in Colorado, and we were, like, okay, well, it has to happen Yeah, while now. we were still living in Nashville, yeah. like, six months out before yeah. we had even moved i was like i got a wedding for next september 2018 in colorado mm-hmm. so we got to be there by then yeah <laughs> yeah so that was that it's was cool and then i know us to move. <laughs> yes but like we but once again we were making those decisions to get to that mm-hmm. and then another thing i remember us doing intentionally was i was like let's start telling people i remember at first it was just kind of a secret between you're not a secret because it's like a pregnancy. To some people, well, to <laughs> some no, people, I don't think it looked real because we didn't have a house. Like, it's not like, oh, we bought a house. We're moving there. Or like, oh, I mean, you did eventually book a wedding. But when you hadn't booked one, it wasn't like, oh, we got yeah. a job. So we're moving. Like, there was yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. We still could have backed out, I guess, at any moment. Yes. And so I remember us not really telling people because all we could say is we're going to move to Denver. And like, people like, oh, where are you going to live? What are you going to do? And we'd be like, I don't know, but we're going to do it. Yeah. That's <laughs> so I remember at it. first we were like just saying it to us and then once we started to make that decision for you to start um marketing for denver and turning down nashville weddings or adding travel fees to nashville weddings um i was like let's start telling people we were like let's start telling people and so because i was like i mean i don't like i don't think either of us really are the type of people who love saying something like that and then not following through with it so i was kind of cautious with it i kind of wanted to like have a house or have I don't know, something first, but then I remember just being like, no, if I say it's going to happen, I speak it to these people, that makes it even more real. Yeah. We, we like, actively starting man- started, like, manifesting it in every yes. aspect of life, even telling people, yeah. I just remember telling my family, just sitting there being like, so, I think we're going to move to Denver in, like, eight months. <laughs> and they're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, that's another thing, <laughs> too, know. like, why? Uh, and just because it, just... it seems awesome? <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, that was kind of, we were just like, we just 
And it was always like nothing's tying us down in Nashville. You had finally finished school like years before. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't holding us back. I feel like originally when we got married, we were like, maybe we'll move somewhere. And then we're like, well, you got to finish school first. Even though you have one year, then you finish that one year. And then we had that pregnancy scare. And that kept us around. I think that was a big pivotal moment too, which I've talked to people about. We thought we were pregnant for a month back in Nashville, like year two of marriage. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like yeah. it Way felt at the time like a big deal. Yeah, like but but literally thought for a month a confirmed pregnancy test, positive pregnancy mm-hmm. test that we were pregnant, and like we had already. I remember that year we were planning another trip to go to Haiti, mm-hmm. like six months down the road, and and like all these other trips, and we're like, shoot, we got to reschedule our next nine months at least. Yeah. Not to mention well, next eighteen plus say, years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything was about to change, um, and yeah, for a month we lived that way, and then I think. Even though we had tossed around, like, moving back kind of fell out of the question. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, just stay in Nashville for sure. Yeah. Um, And then when we found out we weren't actually having a, month a baby. Later. A month later. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit, we should take advantage of <laughs> Well, we did have that awkward time of, because we didn't want to get pregnant. And As a surprise. Well, yeah. That surprise. wasn't what we were going after, but we thought it happened. And so for a month... To an outsider, it would have looked like that's what we were doing. <laughs> so for a month, we thought we were, and then we found out we weren't. And I remember we had that weird time of then like, okay, wait, so do we want to have a kid now? Yeah, we like, were already in the mindset. Yeah, we had switched our mindsets to like, okay, this is happening. Like, let's make it awesome and be super, like, it's going to be great. And yeah, and then we are like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. So do we want to have a baby now? Yeah, but we quick, we quickly worked through that one, and we're like, we no. <laughs> we and think, we're like, no, let's just travel some more. <laughs> yeah, I think it really just affirmed to me, like, I still didn't have, kind of like when we were talking about moving, how Trek didn't necessarily influence the move to Colorado, or it didn't become, when I got back from Trek, I wasn't like, I want to move to Colorado mm-hmm. one day. Um, and, like, once we found out we weren't pregnant, I wasn't like, I want to do all my lifelong dreams right now. It just was, like, a little seed of, like, of just pushing me to embrace <laughs> the moments and like take advantage of maybe times that I wasn't going to have. And I, and I thought they were going to be completely different, like five minutes before or something. Ugh, did I get that out right? <laughs> I got, you got lost it out there. exactly how it was supposed to come out. But yes, <laughs> us moving to Colorado was a huge pivotal moment for me. And, the, and I remember that feeling of like, I had just, I'd never done anything that big. Like I went to college in the same city that you I went to college at the same school campus. you've been going to <laughs> yeah. for since and yeah I did too for yeah. a while and then I only went to Murfreesboro yeah not that far away so yeah. yeah I just neither one of us had like we just I don't know we just hadn't done that so I remember the empowering feeling of making that choice manifesting it and following through with it and doing it I remember like moving out here I remember the first few months just feeling so yeah, just like empowered and free, and I was like, it's like "This we feeling did this. is available to me all the time." Yeah, like, and min- there's many different avenues to like, you know, get that way. But it just—it was something different. It was something new. Something a feeling I hadn't really experienced before, and it was kind of addicting. <laughs> <laughs> it is addicting. It's like, what's another pivotal fulfilling. pivotal one for you? Oh man. Yeah, the well, so uh, just echo everything you yes. said about moving to Colorado. That has to be a big one. That just was stepping outside of, even though we had like definitely formed our own life um, in Nashville yeah. and like weren't even living or hanging out in the areas like we grew up in anymore. That's true. Um, we did still have friends we've had our whole life 
which I love. That's such a beautiful, that's such <laughs> yeah, a, beautiful a beautiful thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it think was just such a big here, moment. Like it felt like I could, I, I could almost just like stretch my wings fully mm-hmm. and just be like, yo, the, the future is completely open. Like you don't know what's out here for you or just in general, <laughs> the landscape, like embrace whatever comes. I remember even thinking like if my weddings, cause I was basically picking up and changing markets mm-hmm. um, with my job and I had no kind of portfolio for shooting out here, no. period. And no. I was just like, I'm just going to see what falls my way. And if like this isn't in the cards, I feel like something's going to present itself mm-hmm. uh, just with like taking the step to move to Colorado. Um, it kind of, it made me something I've carried from that move and like definitely influenced where I am now is that idea of like, I can do like, I can, I like to spread your wings wide. Like I can break out of this comfort zone or out of this bubble or like, I can just like dream and then actually like do it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that was me proving to myself. I think like I can do it. Look, yeah. I'm doing it. Look, I did it. What do I want to do next? <laughs> yeah. And it felt really good. Like, formulating a plan or like you know dreaming choosing it mm-hmm. and then like manifesting it over the course of time like doing it i felt like naturally patiently mm-hmm. um, we both did that in the move here yeah pivotal moment huge yeah uh <laughs> wow i mean that is a big one that's by far the biggest one i stole yeah. it and even then yeah just uh every camping trip then from then on was an eye-opening mm-hmm. experience every time Every mountain we've hiked since being out in Colorado, we've done how many 14ers together now? Five or six. Yeah, I honestly feel like those are always pivotal moments. Like, when we are on the top of the mountain together... Yeah, speechless. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I think it's just (laughs) things we've done that have, like, been us proving to ourselves... Or not proving, but just, like, showing ourselves, like, we can you can do this whatever this is if it's something hard or if it's something uncomfortable or if it's something you thought couldn't be done but you would have loved you would love to do you can beat the ctr challenge on oxide (laughs) station first try first try (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i think another pivotal moment because um for a lot of reasons was when i went to chewy's workshop Mm -hmm. for sure one as a business-wise, like, shaping... At that point, I think we'd been here, like, a year and a half. No, that was within the first year. It was year. within the first so year. So we'd been here about 10 months. But I had booked, like, uh, almost, like, a full time's worth of weddings mm-hmm. for that year, even just having been here. Um, but they weren't... I was kind of, like, starting to lean towards more adventurous stuff. Or, like, I wanted to be out in the mountains. I wanted to travel more. Like, being out in Colorado, like you said, just sparked travel curiosity we wanted to travel everywhere the bug and there was kind of avenues of uh the job i was doing that could like help us take like take us there mm-hmm. so i wanted to start manifesting that and choosing to go to this photography workshop um out in oregon with for like three or four days with like 20 people i didn't know just people i had looked up to in the photography industry um <laughs> was a big step and they were all like people who were doing who were traveling, who were doing adventurous stuff, who were living in all these, like, met people from Seattle, Washington, Arizona, Colorado, California, Canada, um, and just that, that, yeah, that trip was a big one. And also, again, another, like, step 
of stepping out of my comfort zone. Like Colorado was a, a huge step forward. Mm-hmm. And this was like another step within that step of another like break free. Um, and then also I think that led one to like being aware more of the realities of traveling lifestyle. Like, Hey, you can live out of the van. Like mm-hmm. at, at the workshop, there was two people living out of a Airstream, someone living out of a van, another girl traveling out of a 15 passenger van. Um, which some of them you might hear later on the podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hopefully. Um, and yeah, I think seeing all like I was just my eyes were open to like and presented with like, yo, these are here before your hands and mm-hmm. eyes. Like here's people, here's connection to people who've done it, who are doing it, who will help you, who you can help them. I think um, that's just something we didn't see a lot where we were growing up. Um, it's like people doing things differently and even just like knowing mm. that those things are an option, yes. you know, like you could have, someone could have shown me van life at age 15. Like I could have seen someone doing it and I probably would have been like, Oh, okay. That's cool for them. I don't know if I want to do that, but like, it still would have at least been in my head that that's an idea of something to do. Yeah. But like that was never even an option. No, it was like, that's not even a possible living way. Like that would way be like living. someone telling me right now, like, Oh, you could go like live on the moon. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I'd be like, what? No. I mean, yeah. I, would, I would love that, but, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we did, before we moved to Colorado, I was, like, already looking into tiny house living a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was getting intrigued with the idea um, because we were already pretty, like, frugal and minimalistic even. Yes. Um, so. Very much. That was kind of leading to, like, yo, if we move to Colorado, we can move in a tiny house, live out in the mountains. Like, that felt a little more like an unattainable dream. Um, I think it's attainable. I just think at the time we didn't want to. We needed to make the first step, which was moving from Nashville to Colorado. Well, also there's a lot of more hoops to jump through for that. Yeah. And I think at the time and still now, I don't think we're dedicated enough to want to go through all those hoops. No. And now that we are traveling a lot, like having something that's mobile and livable is so clutch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still think I would love the idea of having like still another car that could drive like we could leave the van somewhere and drive off so we'd like drive two cars everywhere that's the downside (laughs) (laughs) that's the downside or like like we have a plot of land that we our van is always parked on but like anytime we need to run errands or go into town we have our jeep or whatever and then like when we travel we just leave the jeep or whatever on our land and take the van future dreams know. people who knows what, who knows where we're going to be podcasting maybe on <laughs> land week. we own yeah this week we're going to buy some land <laughs> buy some we're going to buy another car and buy a jeep and uh, yeah okay sorry i'm taking you off track the workshop oh yeah it well, just I opened, it your just eyes. opened yeah. my eyes and helped me actually like uh grasp the manifestation of it of all the, from traveling and like living and exploring every place we want to in the world to like lining up my job to help promote that to meeting friends and people who will who are inspiring and pushing and challenging um and encouraging and supporting to make all that happen too all from that workshop like i still it always blows my mind when i think about it or talk still to people who i met at that workshop it's like i've seen almost everyone again (laughs) and like people were from all over the place the really cool thing is too is you went to that by yourself um and you came back, told me all about it, and everyone you met, and everything like this. And I've even met a ton of these people <laughs> like, yes. from that workshop. It, and, was, it was a life changer. Um, because yeah. then, and with, they've changed my life, too. Yeah. You know, like, we've stayed in touch with them, and we see them. We used to see them 
semi-regularly when traveling flying was easier but yes because yeah that's how far apart we are no yeah. <laughs> i don't know any of no one from colorado i was the only one from colorado nice. so you got to travel out of the state yeah Colorado's a big state. But yeah, and then I think that I'll just like throw in that workshop, open the door to every other workshop we've been to mm-hmm. for the next year and a half then or whatever it was. Oh, yes. Um, yes. And all those are or have been pivotal moments for <laughs> all the things I already talked about. And then also I think pivotal moments in our relationship, um, growing together and stuff. And and just like the, the, the experiences that have just blossomed from that, from our first trip to Moab which I would say is another pivotal moment to <laughs> lots of pivotal moments now. Mm-hmm. See, um, now I think there's lots of pivotals. Maybe it's just a mindset now. Like mm-hmm. I'm making every moment pivotal to who I am. Or like just looking into what is this moment offering me or where is it taking me? What is it teaching me? What is it? It's more like what every, op- every moment presents an opportunity. And it's, it's just like, having that awareness. Yes. Like I definitely think before we moved out here, I think the couple years before we moved out here, that awareness, awareness was building. But I definitely think for, like, the first 23 or so years of my life, I did not have that awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I would say another pivotal one for me is when I went to Aruba. Yeah. I was going to guess that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I went to... That's like me going to the workshop was, like, myself, like, stepping out on a solo Mm -hmm. trip and, like, Mm -hmm. doing something completely out of my comfort zone. And then... Next year, you're like, I'm going to Aruba. For 25 days. For 25 days. days. And I was like, yo, the workshop was four days and um, three nights. I was in Oregon for just four days, and you want to go to a foreign country for 25 days. (laughs) Yeah, we even, like, planned the flight, so I wouldn't be gone so long. I had, like, only one night in the city of Portland to myself. You're like, you have to get back here to me. What? (laughs) Please? No, please. That is not true. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) That's not true at all. I actually... Maybe a little true. I mean, I missed you, but no, I actually remember when you went to Portland, it was like the first time I got to stay in our Denver house by myself. And it was, it was awesome. Like every night I made, like I experimented and made new recipes and I watched Harry Potter and I got my hair colored and I didn't tell you. It was great. Four days. Yeah. I loved it. But. And then next year you're like, oh, I'm going to go to Aruba for 25 days. I'm like, oh shoot. Okay. I did. I traveled to Aruba for 25 days for my yoga teacher training. Um, and that whole experience, I mean, a lot of things I feel like I hear you saying about the Oregon uh-huh. um, workshop. At, I echo a lot of that in my Aruba experience. There were 52 total women at this training from 19 different countries. But you had an NFL roster right there. <laughs> from 19 different countries. So just that alone, Team like. Aruba. Opened. <laughs> I mean, like, it just, I love hearing about and exploring new cultures, but I will say I don't think it's something I've done very well. We've traveled a lot in the U.S., but, like, traveling to foreign countries and seeing complete new cultures is uh, something we've I'm... We've been to Haiti a lot. And we've been to the same foreign countries. Like, we've been to Haiti a lot. We've been to Jamaica a lot. We've been to the same foreign countries multiple times. But that really opened my eyes to living with people. Like, my roommate, <laughs> I love her so much. She lives in Brazil. My sweetmate was from Sweden, and then another sweetmate, another sweetmate is from Minnesota. But like this, <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah, no, they were, they were, we were definitely divinely put into that little apartment together. But just like yeah, being able to live with someone else, like I shared a room with someone from Brazil, from and a just, country. and just like I feel like I learned and experienced so much from her culture just from being around her. Um, same with every other woman who was there at 
the training. And honestly, even the women who lived in the U.S. still, it's just, my eyes were just opened and my heart was just open to so many different kinds of people with different stories, different paths of life. A lot of people I've been meeting in my life, um, a lot of people I've been meeting in my life, I feel like we were kind of on the same path and same journeys mm-hmm. and had similar backgrounds and similar stories. That's and how I felt about I'm really, a lot of the people. <laughs> I'm really thankful for those people and I hold them super close in my heart. And I think everyone needs people like that in your life. But I also think to make it a full life experience, you need people who are totally different than you, whether that's in the way they live, in the way that they act, in the way they talk, in their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um because it helps you learn and grow and discover new parts of yourself too. Um, so that's what I feel like happened to me from mm. meeting all those um, amazing, amazing women is like new doors and parts of me were open that I just had didn't even know the door was there. Um, so I feel like that was definitely a pivotal moment in that way personally. And then also um, just the empowering feeling of traveling by yourself. I mm-hmm. actually really liked traveling by myself. And well, then not to traveling mention traveling to, to a foreign yeah. country by yourself. Yeah. That was really cool. I felt very independent and free. and I f- But at the same time, still super, like, connected. To yourself. To you. Oh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I felt very independent and free. Like, like, just like an independent, free woman just doing my thing. <laughs> but then I also, so I, I felt very connected to you while I was still there, which was a very mm-hmm. cool thing to experience. <laughs> and you got a tattoo in Aruba. I did get a tattoo in Aruba. Yes. I did not tell you about it. Yes. That's okay. But yeah, that was a big pivotal. Once again, it was just another, like, I mean, I remember just kind of being like, what if I did a yoga teacher training in Aruba? Like, that would be kind of crazy. Yeah. And I was like, do it. <laughs> and like, you know, you can sit there and let your head tell you all these reasons not to, like, it's way more expensive than doing one in Denver. And then on top of that, you're going to have to buy flights. And then you're so traveling to a expensive. foreign country by yourself. <laughs> and, you know, all these things. It's going to be 25 days of being totally gone from your house and from your family mm. and your dogs. I had never been away from them. And you were close to that long. <laughs> or but, me either. Yeah, or you. Same. We spend a lot of time together. So... Yeah, that was a pivotal moment there, too. And just, like, I think it really solidified, like, the feeling of home and steadiness is within myself. Mm-hmm. You can control that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Wow, and that was almost a year ago now. Yeah, it was almost exactly a year ago. You that left, I like, that. October 16th. Was that it? That might have been it. I think you're right. Yes. That sounds about right. I feel like I don't know why that date came to me but yeah that's coming up on that that's crazy i know yeah and then we bought the van in january yeah so i guess we're almost coming up on a year on that okay that's like i feel like that's pretty far that's too far away it's october october (laughs) november december yeah that's pretty far three months away (laughs) and we will have had our we will have had santiago for a year Man, I'm gonna have to sit with that. And for then a little bit. I, I think we were having well, and then yeah, since we bought the van, who knows what the hell happened to life. Uh, but <laughs> no, I, I think it was at the brewery, and you're like, what have been some pivotal moments? Mm-hmm. Or you asked me one time since we moved in the van life, and I was like, oh, uh, yesterday, and the day before that, mm-hmm. and the yeah. day before that, and the day before that, and the day before that, and yeah, I just know we've talked about it a lot, but it's just van life is making 
us very present and be here and then look at every mo- moment like it's an opportunity that you it's can a series of pivotal moments yeah it's a series, series of moments that you can make pivotal in your life in the energy and aura around you and other people's life it's like every moment um you can make that connection to mm-hmm. like make it better yeah make it the best moment and that's what yeah van life has done a lot of that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah lots of piv- yeah every day Pivoting, constant pivot. Comps, com, constant no tra- pivot. No traveling here. Give me that pivot Just foot pivots. down. Keep that left foot down, bro. <laughs> Hold on the ball, Petey. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and listening, listening to Good us talk. Good question. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see you next time, and we love y'all. Bye.